Hello and welcome to episode 7 of our random rambling series where we're talking about our favourite games beginning with each letter of the alphabet. I'm Bethany and this is my housemate David and we're from the Gaming Nook. This week we're going to be talking about the letters S and T, mm. which I can remember. You can. Because it's only two letters. Even if we're shortchanging them, we're not. We're not, we've got a lot. So much. Well, I mean, you've got a lot. All blame right. David if this is long. <laughs> wow. I blame your J2O. That's yes. not T. Yeah, David's upset because I've got a J2O today, which I think is fair enough because it's pretty hardcore in the bottle. Don't get me wrong, I like J2O, but it's Apple not and tea. raspberry as well, good flavour. Mm. But anyway. Moving on. <laughs> We've started off on a, a bit of a feud already. We have. David's angry, I'm not having tea. Right. Let's get on with it. S. Right, you go, because this is going to make you very happy. Yes, it is. My favourite game of all time, Skies of Arcadia Legends. Um, this is an old game, and I'm no under no illusions that this is a lot of nostalgia. Um, I think, let's see, it was originally released in 2000. Yeah. Um, and it was on the Sega Mega Drive originally this was released. Oh yeah, did you ever play that? Nope. <laughs> did you Apparently, ever Sega Mega Nope. Apparently this version is a lot better because they basically reduced the encounter rate massively. Oh, okay. Oh, did it get a little bit repetitive? Apparently. And this game has, as a result of that, one of the best encounter rates of any game I've ever played. You can Good wander job. for quite a long way without meeting anything, but the XP you get and the level length is just right for it. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, so it's it's an RPG set in a world where there is no ground to speak of. Um, the whole world is made up of uh, sort of floating islands in the sky. Yeah. Um, and everyone goes around on airships powered by moonstones. You've got to love an airship. Mm. Airships are cool. Um, yeah, and there's an evil uh, empire and you are a blue rogue and you're a pirate. Okay. Um, and you go around and you raid only the ships that can defend themselves, which makes you a good pirate. Oh, as well, opposed to pirates the... with morality. Exactly. <laughs> as opposed to the black pirates who go around and loot anyone. <gasps> mm. So, what if you were an innocent person but could defend yourself? Is that all right to attack them? Um, I mean, generally speaking. Blue rogues have a sense of morality and will only really attack the Imperial Armada. Ah, so what have they done wrong? What's their great crime against the world? Um, they're run by a very corrupt uh, Empress. Empress? And, and, Don't mess with her. Yeah, well, do mess with her. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and her admirals, who are all corrupt, weird or insane. Okay. Um, and they're all really good characters as well. So what? what is, like, the, the main story what are you trying to do so the empire is trying to uh grab all of these uh gems which awaken the gigas which are these giant half robot half biological constructs that the old world people built right and I know that sounds like bad news in the old world uh you know these things were built and they'd f and they would fight against each other and these things could literally just destroy islands um, they were that powerful. They're, right, they're gigantic. Yeah, definitely don't want to reawaken them then. Um, and so, yeah, they, they basically want to grab them for the power and, you know, exploit everything. Yeah. And you're going out and trying to get them before that. Um, and you ex go around and explore the world and gradually you, you know, you meet meet friends and 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 uh, find the, the Gigas and I don't want to spoil too much. No. I could go into no. much more detail, but I don't want so, to. So, what's the gameplay like then? You said it was an RPG. Yeah. Like, what style, like turn-based? Yeah, it's turn-based. Okay. It's got it's 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 unique in its battle system. Basically, you've got a spirit bar at the top, yeah, which is a substitute for what you would normally have as MP, but it's shared through your whole party. Okay. And every turn, each party member gives a certain amount of uh, spirit points to that meter. Okay. Um, and then they can either attack on their turn or they can build up more spirit points by using that go to focus. Okay. Um, and then you can use those spirit points to use abilities or magic. And you also have an MP bar on each character. Which, and magic uses one MP no matter what you use and a certain okay. amount of spirit points. 
Okay. So you've really got to balance what you want to do, whether you're going to use an ability, which is just spirit points, yeah, or magic, which is, you know, it's, it's got various uses, so yeah. you can speed people up or attack spells or heals. Okay. Um, and it's also got ship battles, which were from a different system, but what, still like use your SP. airship versus a bad pirate, black pirate airship? Yeah. Okay. Uh, or a Gygus. Oh, oh. Oh, they do manage to awaken them then. Oh, oh, I think I think you fight most of them. Okay. Oh gosh. <laughs> Intense. In some way or other. Is this? Did you? I played like a bit of the opening. You might have done, this. yeah. Yeah. Um, where you raid a um, the 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 first opening sequence, you raid an imperial. Uh, well, it's a. It's a ship which has just captured a member of the Silver Civilization, which is the strange girl called Fina, who okay. kickstarts the whole quest. Yeah, I think I did. I think I enjoyed it, actually. I think I should play it. No, it's a very, <laughs> very good game. Okay. And it's just the right length as well. How long is it? It's about 40, 40 hours. Okay, pretty good then. Yeah. Pretty decent length. Depending on whether you know what you're doing or not, you see. There's, so, there's what makes this the best there. game ever? Oh, as I said, what nostalgia for the most part. It? But it's just got so many systems that I've not seen in other games. It's so much about exploration and uh, there's all of these hidden um, discoveries around the world map where you can sort of be flying around and suddenly your compass will start spinning in the uh, corner of the screen. And if you press A, you find this sort of undiscovered giant thing. giant by the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, like an undiscovered village, or a, some of them, some of them get a bit silly. There's like a train that goes across the the, the upper atmosphere. Oh, impressive! Um, like a sky train. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's fun. The music is absolutely fantastic. Mm. Um, you do like a good uh, soundtrack. I do. Yeah, and it it just suits the game so well. There's a whole sequence where you're going through this this there's there's like sky rifts all around the world which are just these sort of up updrafts from the the lower atmosphere that you can't go below right. straight up into the sky and you don't know what they are you eventually get the the power to go through them by getting an upgraded ship and then there's this big one called the black rift yeah which oh. is sort of built up through the game and it's just this sort of dark wall and I'll, I'll be honest, I played this when I was quite new to games, so I, I didn't, as soon as I heard that, I didn't think I'm going to go through that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there comes a point where you do have to try and go through it, and you end up in this town called Esperanza, which is Spanish for hope. Yeah. And it was settled by the uh, Empire at an earlier stage, when they were full of vigour and wanted to try and get through the Black Rift to see what was on the other side. Mm. Um, and they never make it. And all that's left of Esperanza is this completely sort of hopeless, abandoned settlement of people who are just basically drunkards. Oh. <laughs> um, and you turn up there and you fight one of the admirals of the Armada and basically say, I'm going through that rift. Um, and they're like, you're never going to make it, you're never going to make it. And you fight the ad admiral and they're like, yes, come on, if anyone can do it, you can. <laughs> um, and then you go into the Black Rift and sort of like shutters down. Music is goes either completely silent sounds like a car wash or or, <laughs> or um or like really sort of weird spacey music yeah um and it's just this really sort of abstract area of, of just sort of connected sort of spaces with strange things going on and it it's it's surreal. What, on the other like, side or in the black in the rift? black rift do you ever get to the other side yes you do yeah ah. but i just i just love how surreal and disconnected and otherworldly it is for yeah. that brief period and you can exit from the ship's sort of um you know the the, the command room and wander around your ship and talk to people on it oh yeah yeah i think i vaguely remember doing a bit of that mm. oh yeah it's it's just so it's when did it come out on gamecube then 2003 i think it's is that when you got it yeah yeah mm. i think so um yeah, there's just so many things about it that set it apart from anything else. Has there ever been an, uh, any more? They were going to make a sequel, they got cancelled. Oh, um, how long did you cry for? Well, what <laughs> I didn't I didn't know at the time. It took a while before I found out that they were even thinking about oh. a sequel. 
basically what happened was that it was released on the Mega Drive just before the end of the Mega Drive. Yeah. Um, and then not enough people bought it on the GameCube either for them to want to make a sequel. Oh. And then, like, people who played it subsequently, there was a, a thing I saw on the internet where someone had written a letter to Sega saying, please make another one. And they wrote back saying, we'd love to, but we think we'd ruin it. <laughs> oh. I guess that's the point. It's like a fine line between having something that you clearly, mm. and probably other people that have played it, clearly like treasure so much right. that they wouldn't want to potentially ruin the thought of the whole franchise yeah. by and bringing they, out another one. They brought it to a really good close as well at the end of the game. Maybe it's one of those things that you've just got to let live and I think so. in its first, well, second, I guess, instalment. Mm. <laughs> Is this literally just a remake of? The yeah. Mega Drive, so yeah. they haven't changed anything um, apart, yeah, apart from, from the encounter rate and yeah. up the graphics slightly. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's basically the same game. Oh. Yeah, but I remember yeah. thinking that I wanted to carry on playing. I don't know why I didn't carry on playing it. Maybe you played it at my house. And Probably. Just single player didn't game. Want to steal your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good upstanding citizen. <laughs> um. Cool, is there anything else that you would like to add to try and convince the world out there that Skies of Arcadia is the greatest game ever? I'd love to, but I think if I did, I'd carry on for the next two hours. Yeah. So I'd probably better not and if reveal want, the entire plot. If you want plot. David to just do a video where it's just him chatting about Skies of Arcadia. I'll just do a let's play. I'll do a let's play. How about that? Yeah, there you go. You can just sit and play it and then all the people that don't have access to it can experience it. Right. There we go, once we finish this. Yeah, and I'll sit there and wave a flag and go, woo! Anyone who wants me to do a let's play, let me know and then I'll do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I will just play the game. <laughs> okay. Been long enough. So before we move on, should we address our new table items that we've got going on? Yes, go video? on then. So, my parents are moving house. <gasps> wow. Mm. And which is really annoying, actually. Very selfish <laughs> of them. <laughs> Not only because I've had to change my address on everything, but it was a pain in the bum. Um, and, but also because all of my old stuff from when I was a kid that was residing in their attic has now been dumped around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had a quick look through the first box that came through because it happened to be open. And. Look what I found! It is a Mario Kart... A Mario Kart. A Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Um, so yeah, if you're listening on a podcast, it, it basically, you can pull it back and it goes, but um, we have a slight problem in that Mario Kart is now Mario Tricycle because mm. he is missing his rear back wheel, which actually made me really sad. Um, but yeah. I think my brother had a Luigi and we could race them. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and the second thing, because this is now turning into what random crap has Bethany got, this is, well, I don't need to really tell you who it is. It's Sir Kill a lot. Um, and look, this thing actually works. His little pincer oh, right. actually works. And his hammer, you can actually, look, you could like play your game. Bang. <laughs> um, but yeah. Shout out to Robot Wars, basically, because mm. it is awesome. Is it still going? We don't know. I don't know. Not if, clearly if not if that good. If it's still fans. going, let us know. Yeah, I don't think it is, you know. Or maybe. It should be. I think it was until quite recently. I would be like, that. it's the perfect COVID entertainment. They're literally mm. all in their own little boxes fighting with robots. Yeah, you're right. So that's very safe. Mm. Not for the robots. No, but who cares? So I went to watch Robot that's Wars on a quick tangent live at Wembley because I'm really cool I'm jealous yeah when I was about seven or eight and Sir Killalot I, I think my ears are oh <laughs> I just pressed something and his pincer like snapped back <laughs> I could have lost my finger then that's dangerous I'm putting it down <laughs> um, yeah and Sir Killalot went up to like I guess some sort of pipe and basically his like pincer just went through it and mm. the noise of this pipe bursting. Oh really? I think my ears are still recovering now, like <laughs> eighteen years later. Um but yeah, really cool experience. Love Robot Wars, love Mario Kart. Mm. Mario, what a great segue. Yes, good segues. Good job. Um we'll move on to my favourite game beginning with S. Mm. And so keen viewers slash listeners will have remembered last week 
I thought, I said, oh, maybe next week we'll go on about how Bethany loves platformers. Don't you just? Well, don't I just love platformers? Because my favourite game, beginning with S, is... Oh, let me read this because this title is flipping ridiculous. Super Mario World Super Mario Advance 2. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they've had to put Super Mario in the title twice. Like, just I think, to make sure. Yeah, I think we all get it. Super Mario World 2. Or Super Mario World Advance 2. That would have worked. Would have worked. But I'm available for hire, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I think this was one of the first games that I ever got on my Game Boy mm. alongside Super Circuit. Yes. And I think my cousin bought it over for my seventh birthday. Um, and I don't even want to think about the amount of hours that I lost in this game. It was just... It's so addictive, and it was actually pretty hard for like mm, a Mario was. game. It was pretty difficult. I played it alongside you at the time. Yeah, it was. It was not easy. No, especially the um, like the Bowser Castle levels mm. at the end of each sort of world. Yeah. Oh my lord, they were, they got your brain going. Mm. Um, but yeah, just everything about what's my head doing? Anyway, <laughs> sorry. It's not escaping. Don't worry. Oh, that's good. Keep the wig on. Um. <laughs> Yeah, just everything about it, like, I guess it's obviously the remake of Super Mario Yeah, World. I think it was a NES game, wasn't um, it? Yeah. Or SNES. NES or SNES. One of the ones that I haven't played. Yes. Um, But, yeah, the, the worlds itself are just, like, like you were saying the other week, just really distinct from each other. Mm. Um, Like, you have your, like, icy area snowy area you've got your nice grassy area your volcanoy areas etc yep. your bowser's um, castles yeah your bowser's castles and each one comes with like unique challenges basically that you sort of get accustomed to but then it'll always throw you something different hmm. um i think this the like checkpoints were perfectly spread so that you didn't what, have to, through the level yeah yeah so that it wasn't frustrating that you literally had to go back and start all over again but you had to sort of master it enough to get through um i remember having to like i would literally go back to that very first mission and like farm the one up you get at the start i remember yeah 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 <laughs> i, I literally that. honest to god i reckon by the end of it i could have done that level with my eyes closed i mean that's not saying much because i think all you had to do is like jump over a cooper and well, then duck under something that's about it yeah i mean there's a secret level that you can go to that just gives you a one up and you literally just one screen that but it's just before the first cave oh yeah like goes off on a different yeah yeah i can't believe i remember that i've not played that game for 20 years <laughs> honestly <laughs> i mean neither have i well obviously yeah actually i think I, i've never really played it a few times have you yeah um just i guess for like nostalgia purposes mm. but it like it just works so well together like i mean a lot of mario games do like the i feel like in some platformers that you play Either the jumps just don't feel like you're really getting anywhere. Like you don't, you're like, I should be able to make that gap and your character will just oh, go, right. no. Right. Um, but yeah, like super responsive. The Yeah, it's just a charming, very addictive mm. um, game. And again, it's probably on, on my list for nostalgia as well. Right. Just because it was one of the first games that I played that just got me completely hooked on gaming in general um and i guess we had to have a super mario game in here as of course well, so. i love that <laughs> i love that it's actually set in a world because like super mario advance one mm. is just the level list yeah yeah Whereas... the way that you can like actually advance like you felt like completing the mission mm. and then it does that little thing where mario runs up the path to right. like get to the next yeah it feels like you are actually advancing through somewhere with yeah. a purpose and which I, I guess is probably why i like it because my main criticism to... is have you have you played the third one? Uh, is that the one with Tanuki Mara? Yeah. Uh, I think a little, but not. I don't think I ever owned it. Right. So. Because I yeah I the the world map I mean I think that's widely regarded as the best of the of the world games. But, Three. Yeah. Yeah. I've... But I prefer the world map of two. Okay. It's because it's a linear one that makes you feel like you're progressing, whereas the third one is more sort of you've got. Um, Hammer Bros wandering around the map in random directions. Right, okay. So they've sort of made it a bit more webbed map 
Yeah. Um, so it doesn't feel so much like you're you're exploring a new path. It's more sort of. Well, I think that's probably the reason it, it hooked me because, like I was saying last week, one of my main, I guess, things that turns me off platformers is that I I feel that I lack purpose in them mm. a lot of the time. Yeah, I just you're not feel like anywhere. I'm yeah, I just feel like I'm doing this for the sake of doing it. Whereas I think with Super Mario World, Super Mario Advance Two, mm. <laughs> um, with that world progression, it actually felt like there was an end goal yeah, to get Peach, which I guess is the end goal in you know pretty much every Mario game. But yeah. um, it felt like you, with every level that you completed, you were progressing towards right. that. Right, and because it wasn't just like each Bowser's castle has a different Bowser child in it. Yes, rather than just like Bowser being there or like composers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Ludwig. <laughs> Ludwig. <laughs> <laughs> was Amadeus one? I can't remember now. Is, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Wendy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Famous composer. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> yeah. No, they were because they were quite fun as well. The little like it would close you off in that one area, mm. and you'd sort of have to figure out how to adapt to that and they were quite challenging as they well. were yeah yeah you actually felt like you were doing it for a reason and that you'd got somewhere once you did it mm. so I, I liked that a lot yeah um i won't claim to be a super mario expert no um because i'm not um but this one in particular i did very much enjoy mm. um but anyway we've got a lot of super mario to get through we have so do you want to show them your favorite super mario my favorite super mario which might also it's kind of I mean, in the background yeah. If you're watching it on a video, it's, it's been given it's away there. already. If not, then it's Super Mario Sunshine, and I'm still going to show it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I. I mean, a lot of people don't like Super Mario Sunshine mm -hmm. because because the way that Flood is integrated into it, your um, jet washer, yeah, <laughs> slash sentient jet pack sentient jet washer, um, it sort of seriously reduced Mario's movement. Um, but I just love the setting, I think, more than yeah, anything else. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's such a, a cheerful game. Yeah. yeah, you can't be miserable when you're playing that no. game. It's just impossible. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I mean, you know, when it's giving you the rocket power jump and stuff like that, it's great fun. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it really is just the world. I didn't like Mario Galaxy, and neither, I think, did you. No, it gave me a, a headache and mm. made me feel a little bit sick. I found that the problem with it was... I'm going to sound so hypocritical here, because I said that I didn't like the fact that 3D platformers had such big open areas that felt like nothing. Right. But the, some of the planets were just far too small. Like, as in, he would literally like run around it mm. in about four seconds... Yeah. the camera would like go with it the whole way mm -hmm. and I just felt ill right going between them and again I don't I never remember there being any real point to me being here mm. why am I in space what am I doing up here why am I feeling sick yeah what for yeah and it just oh, loads of people love it though like, they do loads I know. people really rate it and it's just not for me Mario Galaxy yep. I enjoyed Sunshine um which I guess is surprising, as it's a 3D platformer. Mm. But I wouldn't rank it anywhere close to being in my favourite woohoo games. I'll go back and play that. I think Sunshine at least distracts you from, from the repetitiveness by basically every time you get two stars in a new world, it says, hey, look, there's another one over there. Go yeah. and explore this new place. Yeah, and it's nice and varied, and I guess it's kind of... Yeah, I did, I did enjoy aspects of it. Like, mm. we were talking earlier about um, the little jumping on the squids and riding them yes, around. Yes, yeah. What are they? What are they called? Bloopers. Bloopers. Uh, yeah, the little the little squiddy bloopers. Yeah, things. I think they're called In, bloopers. In um, the harbour, whatever it's called. Yeah, that Rico, was... Rico Harbour. Yeah, that was really fun and mm. a nice little distraction. As long as you don't like... crash into anything, in which case it just kills you. Yeah. Well, David, you don't want to crash when you're driving. It's not good. No, you're right. I should have thought of that. Yes, you should have. But yeah, no, Super Mario Galaxy, what was your problem with it then? Because mine, it basically just made me feel sick and I thought it was a bit pointless, but I mean, harsh words. All the worlds, <laughs> all the worlds felt a bit samey to me. 
Um, and I got the thing that you get with it, which is I just didn't see the point of it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I just, I, I didn't like the space aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know. Just it didn't, didn't float didn't me back. do it for us, did it? No. So have you played two? We're, oh, Galaxy yeah. 2, yeah, same problem. Ah, uh, no, I've not even tried it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they're fine. I did complete them both. Yeah. I just, I just, I didn't. I just didn't actually enjoy them as games very much. So you just put you put yourself through it just to see maybe it will have a good ending. Yeah, like there were a couple of levels that I enjoyed. No, I would have needed our um, VR portal sick bucket to have, <laughs> to have completed Mario <laughs> Galaxy. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but anyway, let's not talk about that because neither of us liked it. This is our show. Yeah, and we can choose to <laughs> so, talk to talk so about what we want and ignore what we like. So we're just under the carpet and yeah. move on. Should we start at sixty four? Mario yeah, because neither of us. Yeah, that would be the first console Mario yeah, that we yeah. actually. Well, like. it was the first console Mario. Well, NES and SNES games on them. It's all right. It's the first three D console Mario. Then. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Go, hit it because you've played it, and I mean I've played it, but not owned it, so not like finished it. I've just played like individual levels right, here okay. and there, um, which were fun enough, but again, just it's. 3D Mario for me, it's not. Yeah. Nothing fantastic. I mean, so it's, I'll let you bring it's a bit more of positivity. Old, it's more of an old school game, so it's it's a lot harder than Mario Sunshine is. Mm. Um, and I I really I like like I'm I doubt whether you will like this about it, but I like the fact that it had the same. You could go to a level, you do a a, a thing in it, and you get a a, a star, and then. You'd go back through the painting and there'd be another level in the same yeah. zone yeah um and the level would have changed slightly so you could get that other star and then there would also be hidden stars um so i liked that there were hidden stars in amongst those and that it did encourage you to actually explore the level in detail i think i enjoyed what i played of it more because of the like more challenging nature of it because mm. when something challenges you a bit more like that it it does engage you more. It does, yeah. I found a lot of the, Especially like, if it's more obviously doable, but yeah. just difficult. Yeah, and it's like, it's on you to mm. figure out how to master that and yeah. how to get the timings right and the movements right, right. to make it. Um, like, that gives me more of a sense of purpose, whereas so many of them, I think at the moment, are just too easy. And well, that's I'm just I was... sort of doing it for, like, it's a no real reason to doing it. What I was going easy. to say was that Mario Odyssey, the new one, yeah. They've just bunged like a hundred stars or equivalent into each level. Yeah, that sounds insane. Um, so you can't really move for stars, moons. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you, 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 you land on, on a level because mm. you're flying around in your hat ship um, and you can wander around and explore the level and by the time you get back to your ship you can end up with like 37 moons. It's like, <laughs> what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> why do I need all of these? Could you not just put like five hidden ones? Yeah, it just makes it then... seem less rewarding. Yeah, exactly. So, but again, loads of people like absolutely love that game. So mm. I think it, it's just personal preference, really. It is. Yeah. It, it doesn't. It clearly doesn't mean that they're bad, bad, bad games no, or anything. Because no, so many people love them, and it it works exactly for what it's meant to be. Mm. But I think just the nature of what it is meant to be. Yeah. Isn't for me really. Yeah. I mean, it's a marmite, isn't it? Yeah. I think most people will really love it. Indeed. Serves me right for slagging off Mario. That's what you get. So apart from just like Super Mario, we also had to talk about talk about talk about. I really can't talk to them. Must be this J two O I'm having. It's going straight to my head. You put vodka in it. Yeah, I have. So not only is it not tea, it's 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 five o'clock somewhere, David. <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Smash Bros. There you go. Yeah, here I could get on board with it. I could get on board with Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. Otherwise, it doesn't count. But it does. does. Yeah, but it is Super Smash Bros. Yeah, but it, it could be Smash Bros. It could be Smash Bros. Anyway, moving on quickly. <laughs> does anyone have any idea what they're doing? No. Um, 
That is the brilliance of it. It's absolute chaos. Just press a random button, try mm. pressing another button, yeah. get flown off, jump back on, be Kirby so that you can just jump ten times in a row mm. and never get hit off, and then just press some more random buttons, and, and it's win. just... Well, no, I don't usually. I do not win. <laughs> Mainly because I have no idea what I'm doing. But it's just so much fun. Like Even if you're terrible at it, it's great fun. I mean, the thing is, is that what happens is that you start off and you're not very good. And so you gradually get better at it and get better at it. You think, all right, I think I can beat just about anyone I can. I know now. I can roll about, I can dodge into the background. I know what people do. And then you fight someone who's completely new at it and they absolutely thrash you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you go, you know what? I reckon I can up the difficulty on the AI. Mm. And then, it, then it's just like, no, you thought you were better than you were. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> yeah. just absolutely this, rinse you. This game is not Street Fighter. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is not muscle twitch, you know, muscle memory, absolute precision. This is just get in there and hit things. Yeah, I think this says a lot about the way that we like multiplayer. Because yeah. like when we were talking about Nightfire, we were like, just put it on like as many bots as possible, mm. like close spawns yeah. <laughs> and rocket Explosives. It gives me that vibe where it's just like, just put on as many characters as possible. Just chaos. Yeah. Like up the damage thing so that like one <laughs> one hit will one send hit them kills, flying yeah. off and then you just, like I lose which character. I've I, The amount of times in Smash Bros I've killed myself <laughs> yeah, by, by walking off the stage because I thought I was somebody else yeah. is ridiculous. I think everyone's done that. Yeah. So if anyone wants to feel good about themselves, take me on at Smash Bros. Because <laughs> you'll probably win. Yeah. But I'll have a great time. Yeah. While that's, doing it. that's the thing about it, really. Do you have a... Oh, fun fact about Smash Bros. Oh. Right. So, when I was 11, hmm. my dad let me join the official Nintendo magazine forums. Oh, yeah. And my first post, Ooh. right, was them talking about Super Smash Bros. Brawl was coming out and which characters did oh, you yeah. want. And my all my first post said was, um, Dr. Mario for Brawl. <laughs> that was all I said. Um, he was in Melee as well, though. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Because okay. I remember, I was like, oh, he's my favourite Melee character. No idea why. I just thought it was hilarious that you could yeah, be a doctor, a doctor, but like, yeah. just beat everyone up. <laughs> and... Yeah, so I just really wanted him to be in Brawl. Fair and enough. I thought, you know, let the internet know. So here I am. That 15 was her comment. 15 years later. <laughs> you were on that forum and you saw yeah, Dr. Like, Mario pop up. Yeah, you stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Talking nonsense. It was me. Good job. Yeah. Um, do you have a favourite Smash Bros? I mean, the... the there's not really much point anymore because Ultimate just has everything from the previous Smash Bros's. Fair enough, so <laughs> that is my favourite. Um, I think I preferred some of the earlier campaigns, but the campaign really isn't the point. So I don't think I've ever done a campaign. Mm. Again, what is the point? Just I mean, you unlock characters, but that's it. Oh, that is quite a good point. That is a good point. I think because I always just played with you, and mm. you always bought your like what are they called memory cards? Yeah. Round. We always had the characters, so yeah. I never needed to. I mean, you can also them. unlock them just by fighting each other. You don't have to do it through... I think some of them are blocked by the campaign, but most of them you just unlock through fighting. So, yeah, you don't really need to. Favourite character? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, Roy. 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 <laughs> uh, Fire Emblem character, who's basically masked with fire attacks. Yeah. Did you have a sword? Yes. Anyone who had a sword, you were pretty good with, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably rubbish with it now, but at the time, I thought I was the bee's knees. <laughs> I was so disappointed when he wasn't in Brawl. Oh, was it? Oh, good. Only Marth. But they put um, someone else in, Ike. Oh, there you go. It's pretty similar. Yeah, he was a lot slower, but hit hard. Always fun. Hmm. I was always... Um... I don't even know what guy's name was was he some sort of street fighter puncher guy oh guy. um little um oh, what was his, we're gonna sound so he's not cheap. jack is, is he no he's not no look maybe i don't know basically the guy that is like in a hoodie and has boxing gloves on. yeah the the hero of um punch out or whatever it's called yeah that was it yeah i was always him because 
the only button I knew was punch, and yeah. he had a pretty good punch, so yeah. I was like, I'll just go with him. I was always no. jealous because you knew how to use the grab attacks, like how to time <laughs> them right, and every time oh, yeah. I tried, my character would just be like, eh. yeah. <laughs> like a T Rex trying to grab something. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, you were always better at Smash Bros than I was. I think that maybe I would win like one in every 10 games or something, but. The main thing I remember your Smash Bros was when you got Smash Bros Brawl and you had to send your Wii off for about oh, yeah. three weeks because that you... Was it. it came with, um, when Smash Bros Brawl was released, I don't know whether it, like, ever reduced the size of the disc, but the disc was, like, weirdly thick. Oh, right. Double-layered. Yeah, it was like a double-layered disc, so it didn't fit in the launch Wiis. Yeah. And I got a Wii on launch, <laughs> so I was gutted. I had to send my Wii off to be, like, either swapped or fixed mm. to this massive disc in I didn't think so at the time but I actually got lucky that I didn't get a launch Wii yeah because the only reason I didn't was because dad couldn't find one in the shop on launch day they were all sold out <laughs> pre-ordered you see because mm. I, I was a cool kid yeah but I was fuming because we went to Lapland the day after I got my oh, Wii yeah. couldn't, couldn't even play it <laughs> couldn't even play it mother how dare you book a holiday mm. the day after the Wii came out unbelievable Yanch. yeah anyway Fun trip, would recommend that one. Mm. Um, <laughs> anyway, should we move on from Super Mario? Probably best do, but we're going to stick to S still, I'm afraid. Yeah. And for those who've watched earlier episodes, it will be no surprise to see that I've picked out Soul Calibur as a runner-up, <laughs> having won my big box of biscuits with Soul Calibur. Which are still making your way through. Yeah, well, there's, there's two left. Two biscuits there. Oh, mm. we should have just had them. We Cere should, Ceremoniously yeah. finished off the big biscuits. We could have done that. Anyway, Soul Calibur, and for very similar reasons to Smash Bros, because it's not one of these fighting games where you have to learn the button presses, you can just come into it completely blind and just enjoy seeing what they do. Um, I mean, the, I've, I've been playing this against my boss for the past year or so, um, and I can now predict him and, you know, do stuff that... I, when I started, I didn't think that you'd be able to do it all like parries, where you've got to time it within like a third of a second yeah. of them hitting you. Mm. Um, Skills. Um, but the thing is, is that having only played it against my boss and then played through the campaign, I think I'm pretty good. Go on the internet and play <laughs> against random people and they absolutely destroy me. I don't understand how people can, like, I'm terrible at fighting games. There's too many, like, people who are good at fighting games, fair play. Yeah. Because memorising the different combos is hard enough, let alone being able to execute them That's at the, the right time. And knowing what's going to be yeah, good at the right moment. Is, that takes a lot of skills. It does. Fair play for you guys. Yeah. Um... But yeah, as yeah, again, it's not like Street Fighter where you actually do have to remember the combos. Yeah. Um, to be able to you, do anything, you can just wing you can it. yeah, you can just wing it, and you know, kick is on one button, horizontal attack is on <laughs> another button, and vertical attack is on a third button. Um, press two of them together, and you get a super move. That's all you really need to know. You can work with that, and yeah. then just go. I feel like investigating what these buttons do yeah. and just figure out some more stuff. And I think that's the best thing about not knowing what you're doing because yeah. you, when you actually accidentally pull off something awesome, uh, yeah. you feel like you know Both what you're doing. Both of you go, wow, that <laughs> was go, amazing. Oh my God, can I do that again? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks later, you'll manage it again. Go, oh my God, I did it again, look. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah lots I love, of fun I love that game for that. Silly fighting games, mm. basically. Yeah. Um, next um, one. We're just doing stupid games at the minute, aren't we? Yeah, let's carry on with the yeah, stupid let's games. Do let's do Simpsons Hit and Run. Simpsons Hit and Run. We which could was not the GTA that. for kids. My back God, in the it was day. a good game. <laughs> you played it as well, didn't you? I did. I loved it. Yeah. It was literally like GTA for kids. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Run around the Simpsons world. Uh, drive cars. Bart and Lisa definitely shouldn't be driving yeah. cars. <laughs> yeah, run people over. Yeah, get aliens, chased by the police. Yeah, yeah aliens, they're no good. Reason. Why not? Yeah. It's all just collecting collecting roadkill for <laughs> <laughs> various people. It was just such like a good little homage to all the different characters because they packed up. Homerage. Homage. I know, but Homer. 
This is not the last S. It's not the last S. I've got another one. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's turning into the David show now. I'm not going to lie. Before you put this in our pile to talk about, I'd never heard of it and mm. never even seen it, and you'd never mentioned it before. So, go. Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. Um, On Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yes, it is actually Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. Um, happy Mother's Day to all the yes, happy mothers, mother's day. and Egyptian mummies out there. Yes. All sorry, of them. Sorry, <laughs> um, right. It's a platformer, um, adventure platformer. It has got a strong story element. This is not a go around and collect things. Yeah. Um, you play as a sort of. Hmm, I think he's a demigod. Okay. Um, you're friends with Horus. And it's set, obviously set in Egypt with Sphinx and mummies. Um, and basically, uh, you run around with your sword and, and magic shield and you go and collect items. And uh, you've got this... What, like artefacts? Yeah, artefacts, that sort of thing. Um, and there's an evil person who's trying to take over the whole area and um, uh, he lives in... <laughs> Uruk, which is sort of... I definitely did put vodka in that, I think. Wow. <laughs> um, Lavery Castle, like Bowser's Castle sort of thing. Right. Um, and he is... The evil person is the brother of Tutankhamun. Who is oh. the mummy? The mummy is Tutankhamun. Okay. The, um, the classic yep. go-to mummy. Who is yeah. killed by his brother. Oh! <gasps> um, uh, but the ritual, the ritual doesn't complete, and so he gets trapped in a sort of half mummified form where he's basically immortal what two and carmen yes ah oh um but he can only be brought back to life if you bring one of his canopic jars okay as sphinx okay so the game is sort of split, split into two whereas you pl where you play as the sphinx for most of it and you jump around and go through dungeons and fight things and then the other half of the game you play as the mummy and it's a it's a it's a puzzle platformer Okay. Where you sort of get different, like he can get electrified and you can turn things on, he can get set on fire and you can light things, he can get turned into a bat Surely and fly around. Is pretty, like... He's immortal, it doesn't matter. You, he, can, he gets 
He gets sliced into three copies of himself at one point, <laughs> and you can switch between them. He has had quite the life. He has. Poor Tutankhamen. And yeah, it's just, it's really creative. And as Sphinx, you get these things called capture beetles, where uh, any of the monsters that you fight, you can throw a capture beetle at them and control it with the C-stick, which is really difficult while you're also controlling oh. Sphinx. Oh god, yeah. Um, and <laughs> if you manage to run it into an enemy, you can capture it and... Uh, there's there's things that blow up and can you can use as bombs. There's things that you can use to sort of make electric come out of you and stuff like that. Or you just yeah. put them into a museum, a museum of monsters. There you go. Mm. It's just sounds a, quite exciting. It's just a very clever game um, and not quite like anything else. Yeah, it's I've not. It's quite old and hard and clunky, but um, for what it is, it's excellent. Old THQ game before they went under. Yeah, yeah, I thought I hadn't seen it. It has been re-released though. It's on Steam in an HD format. Really? Yeah, I was very surprised when I saw what, that. What just with upgraded graphics? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Was it's it on GameCube Steam. exclusive before? Or? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I'm pretty sure it's on Steam. It might have just been re-released on the Nintendo systems. I could be wrong. Not sure. I'm, like I said, I've never heard of it. Either way, I recommend it. Thank you for enlightening me. Mm. <laughs> and my last S game, and this is the last one, is Subnautica. Yay! Which I can't show you because it's on the computer. Um, but I love Subnautica. It's a great game and it was rivaling. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that Skies of Arcadia was my favourite game ever, ever <laughs> Subnautica would have won this. Um, it's a game where you get stranded on an alien planet, which is just an ocean world. Yeah. Um, you're... Uh, the cr part of the crew on a big explorative spaceship and you pass by this world just on your way you're, you're, uh, I think they're sort of examining it or exploring um, and it, you get shot out of, the, out of space by this laser that just deactivates your ship oh. and you crash land and you get in an escape pod and escape um, you spend just the first, you, they're none of your crew. You or... spend the first part of the game uh, looking for um, distress beacons from other um, pods. Yeah. And everyone that you find has already been sort of holed and there's no sign of the occupants. Oh. Or, you know, the occupants have got out but they've just disappeared. Yeah. Um, and you explore this planet and eventually you find a, an island and there's signs that someone has been stranded here before you. Um, and you can follow them around and uh, like, like they're not there anymore but you can follow their trail of bases okay. around the world and, and sort of see what is happens. Is that on land them. then? Their or... first base is on land but they eventually go underwater. Okay. Um, and it turns out that basically this world has been infected by a, a virus that is a world sort of, uh, well, kills off all life on the planets that it infects. This is um, this was released a few years ago, I should say, and there's nothing to do with modern times. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but essentially you need to find a way to cure yourself of this virus, which you contract very soon after the start of the game, yeah. so you can turn off this space laser and escape the planet. Yeah. Um, the gameplay is uh, swimming around in the ocean. If anyone has ever played Endless Ocean... <laughs> which is a very slim chance, <laughs> I must admit, on the Wii. Um, the gameplay is quite similar to that, um, except that it is much more dangerous. Um, I've heard that it's like made people who wouldn't originally have said that they've got a fear of underwater or a fear of the unknown yeah. realise that actually they do, because yeah. some of the monsters that it, you find in the dark, deep bits of the ocean are this, pretty terrifying. This game is a, it's a terror game, not a horror game. Mm. In that there's no jump scares, there's nothing planned to be sort of horrifying or anything. It's just that at any moment you can hear, you know, a, a loud underwater, well, screaming noise or something. Yeah. And you can turn around and there will be something eating you. Um, so you just have, you know, and it can come from any direction. So, so how, you are, what, do you have like a combat system? How, no, there is, well, so you So if have they start knife, eating you, what do you do? Run away. There is, you. you get you, well yeah you just got to run <laughs> you okay you've got to see them coming and get out of the way before they've eaten you you do have a health bar good, good tactics um so most things won't be able to kill you quickly okay 
but there are leviathans down there. That doesn't sound good. It's not good. Stay away. <laughs> um, watching people seeing a leviathan for the first time is fantastic fun if you want a quick YouTube <laughs> for a laugh. Um, these... I would volunteer to make that our next video, but I don't want to be the subject <laughs> of it. <laughs> these are, I, well, tens of metres long, gigantic sea creatures, usually very toothy. Um, and they make very loud noises. So you know that they're in the area. Usually you hear them before you see them. Can you ever like sense what direction the noise is coming from? Or do you just know Maybe if you're somewhere? wearing headphones, but I've never done played it wearing headphones. So I, you, I just know it somewhere. Um, you know, and you're usually sort of 50 meters underwater and you're submersible and you'll just hear this noise. <laughs> and you just sort of go, oh God, <laughs> what is that? Um, and then something will just loom, a shadow looming ahead of you, and you go, no, 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 no. I'm turning around right now. <laughs> I'm not going there. I come in peace. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know, I, there's something about it that I just absolutely love. It looks, the game looks fantastic. Console versions have a horrible pop-in. So as you're as you're swimming along, the, the ground will load and you will be able to see it loading in as you go. Oh, that's annoying. Uh, the computer is a lot better, but it's made by a small studio and that's just how it was all yeah. the way through. <clears throat> I got it in early access and it was a lot worse to begin with. Mm. Um, so it's a good looking game, but you do have to just accept that there is popping. Yeah. Um, you yeah. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's it's longer than you'd think, and it's got a quite a long well reasonably long and involved plotline. Um, the ending's not fantastic, I've got to say, but but most of the plot is really good. Oh. And there is a sequel that is just releasing around about now. Really? Yeah, where you go back to the planet as a different character and explore a different area, a frozen north of the planet. Oh, mm. that could be terrifying if it freezes over your head as you're trying to get out. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a point where that happens. I have played it in early access again, oh. um, and it looks good so far. I didn't get very far though because I got stuck because it was in early access. Oh. But as far as I know, it should be releasing soon, so go for it. Woo! Enjoy if you are going to play it. Yeah. Shall we not say do bye -bye S to S? Yeah. I think we've done plenty on S. I think we have. Oh, we've only got two to go for for because we sort of wanted to keep it a bit shorter, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, because we've got so many S's. Do you want to start <clears throat> with Mine's yours? on top, sure. Yeah. This, I will say, once again, is a lot of nostalgia. Um, and it's another JRPG, I'm afraid. I've got <laughs> Tales of Symphonia, which is... It was the Tales... Tales is a, is a franchise of its own. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of Tales of games. I think there's something in the region of 12 of them. Um, and they've been going since the late 90s. Yeah. Um, this is the one that made uh, the Tales franchise big, certainly in the West. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a story, it's, I thought it had a really good story. I gave it to my friend recently, the HD version, and he predicted most of the plot long before he got there, which was really oh. disappointing. Um, <laughs> but when I was playing it, I was just so surprised by it all that I loved it. It's the first game that I played where you got halfway, you got near the end of the game, as you thought it was, mm. you reach the sort of goal of the game, and then there's a battle that you can't win, and it suddenly goes, there's a whole other world. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and it was, it was one of the first, apart from Skies of Arcadia, one of the first games that I played that was more than 25 hours long so. yeah so you get to that point that's 25 hours and you think that's you a good thing it's probably wrapping up yeah, yeah. oh wow Fair play. um and it's a story basically uh you play as lloyd who is a sort of a bit of an outcast from your village um you're raised by a dwarf but he's you're adopted by him and you don't know your background um and after a short, uh, you're you're at school with someone who is the chosen. Yes. Wow. Um, like having a celebrity in your class. Her uh, destiny basically is to become an angel and save the land of Silveront, 
which is the okay. world that you're in. Um, and so you end up accompanying her on her journey through these different shrines as she gradually becomes more and more angelic, which involves first her... Um, uh, she loses various senses as she becomes more angelic. Okay. So as she gets sort of wings and then uh, more powers and a halo and various other angelic features, she loses her sense of taste, her need to sleep, um, she COVID. and then her voice. <laughs> she, so she, she ends up not being able to speak and Lloyd oh. is really conflicted because, you know, she is very close to him. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he starts to have second thoughts and wants to sort of find another way to save the world. Yeah. Uh, as these things usually go. Um, and then... Are they reversible, the effects of her becoming this no, angel? No, because when, when, she, when she fully becomes an angel, she will ascend the uh, Tower of Salvation and live with the other angels. But if, so say he did manage to find a different way and she'd only lost her voice... Nobody knows. Several, cho several chosen fail in their quest and die before that one. And if they, if they fail, basically, if, if they succeed, then mana flows back into the world. And if they fail, then it doesn't. Okay. So the world is slowly dying if the chosen doesn't make it to the tower. Oh, gosh. Um, a bit of pressure then, isn't it? <laughs> but you find out afterwards that this other world is basically a seesaw. So what's happening is that mana is flowing from one into the other, um, and if a chosen succeeds, then the balance flips. Oh, okay. So when you get to Tethayala, which is the other world, you find yeah. it's really prosperous and scientifically advanced because Silver Arms is failing. Oh. So then you go through that world and yeah. you have to sort out problems there, and then you get back and try and try and sort out things properly, <laughs> so oh. that this doesn't have to happen anymore. So have you played any of the other tales games. I have, yeah. Um, a lot of them are incredibly annoying. The characters are just awful. Um, and anyone who's been put off playing other tales games, I've played Tales of Graces. That was horrific. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Um, I don't know how I finished that game. I really don't. You the, seem to finish a lot of games that you don't enjoy. That's the, quite impressive. Well, yeah. I mean, the the story was fine. But the characters were just drivel. <laughs> what, like boring nothing to them or just plain annoying? Both. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and predictable as well. Um, and just outright weird. Like there's a, there's a character in one of them who is a robot who's lost her memories and thinks she's a human. And the other characters are like proper youngsters. They're like, I don't know, maybe 10, 12? And they're just annoying. <laughs> and then you've got this really camp bloke who joins you, just cos. A nerdy guy with glasses who sort of turns vaguely evil halfway through. <laughs> Never trust the and nerdy you guy just, with glasses. you just end up chasing one of your other childhood friends around the world. And you never quite catch up to him. It's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you wrote anything, David. <laughs> um, but some of the others are good. Tales of the Abyss is a good one. Yeah. Um, which is one of the one of the older ones. It's really released on the DS, um, and that's a good game. And the other one that I like is um, what's it called now? I can't remember. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I've heard Zillia is good, but anyway, they're very hit and miss. Mm. Um, uh, Bazaria is another one that I played that was okay. They try to take a darker aspect on it, and your main character is really dark. Right. Like, she is mentally deranged and is a sort of... She's a demon herself. Okay. She becomes a demon because of what happens to her when she's younger. Um, and the story's quite cool, but it just doesn't quite scan somehow. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit overlong. So but that one... That one, I would say, is the best. Accounts, yeah. Say. yeah. Um, they've got an interesting battle system. It's not turn-based. You get a, a battle arena and it's sort of 2D, but you can hold down a button and you can then free run around it as well. Okay. And it's real time. So you press A and you swipe the sword. You yeah. press B to use arts along with a, a control stick movement. Okay. Um, so it's quite cool, really, in, in that sort of halfway between a, yeah. a an old school JRPG turn-based battle system and a 
kind of true real-time combat. I kind of yeah, I like a game that has a little bit of a little bit of both in there. Mm. Um, They've become much more sort of flashy lights and unnecessary animations recently, though. Oh. <laughs> I can't say I've ever played one. Mm. I might give one a go, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. When you Probably. have the time, I would yeah. recommend it. Yeah. Um, well, my tea game is uh, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Um, now, I've got a confession to make. I know a lot of people love some of the earlier Tony Hawk's mm -hmm. games on like PlayStation and stuff. Yeah. I haven't played them. No. Nope. Um, so I can't really comment on them, I'm afraid. Um, this, so yeah, this was the first Tony Hawk's game I played, mainly because my friend had it um, and it just looked awesome. So mm -hmm. I went home and asked my mum if I could have it. Um, and it's a 16 with a violent emoji Whoa. on the back. So my mum was a prick, like she was kind of not really wanting to let me have it, but I convinced her in the end. Um, <laughs> How old were you, roughly? I don't know, like 10? Right. 11? When did it come out? Yeah, 2005, so I was 10. Right, okay. <laughs> um, and my mum didn't like the fact that you could literally whack someone with a skateboard. Yeah. Um, but my friend at the time had a like real obsession with Green Day, and you could go into the track listing, mm. and it had a really, like, really good songs in it. Um, and you could like switch on or off certain tracks. And my mm -hmm. friend went into my game and just switched it so that it was literally Holiday by Green Day <laughs> playing on repeat. Yeah. And I'd like, you know the bit where it goes, a representative mm -hmm. from California has the floor. Yep. I didn't realise that was part of the song when uh. I was like 10. <laughs> and I just, I thought it was like some announcement going on in game. And I was like, oh, what have I got to do to this? <laughs> but it just kept repeating and I was like, but yeah, so I still love that song, which is mad considering mm. it was How literally on repeat right. throughout this game. But like everything just worked so well in it. I liked the fact that like there was a little bit of bike stuff in it as well. Oh, was um, that? Yeah, yeah. You right. like, it was just bikes around the place, and there were like little mini games where you could like challenge people on a bike to do new tricks. Um, and yeah, just like building up your p own park was so. I didn't know you could do that either. Well, that was basically the whole premise of it, right. was that the skaters were being, like, kicked out of town. Like, everyone was like, no, you can't skate here, because um, it's American way sounds yeah. so you've got to do it in an American accent. Um, <laughs> so all the skaters were like, okay, we'll, we'll get this odd bit of land and, you know, make our own skate park. Um, but they're like, basically, we need parts. Mm -hmm. So the whole story is that you've got to, like, go and perform mad tricks on, right. like, different buildings. So, for example, you can get, like, a ramp by they're like oh there's like this building site if you go and do a mad skill on that it's gonna like uh, loosen the building and then you can like steal the roof and take <laughs> it to your park <laughs> okay <laughs> sure like, yeah they're like oh if you like, drop do a drop bomb ten thousand flip on this <laughs> like it'll be enough to loosen it man and like <laughs> and then they just take it back to the park and like there's one where i think you get like a dinosaur's head or something from like mm. a hollywood film now you're talking yeah and you just, there's just like a dinosaur's head in your park and it's just so cool like i just felt like the coolest person playing this like it's awesome like it was so proud that it had no loading screens on it oh yeah the whole loading screen was that you would like be on a bus but you could just walk up and down the bus. Oh, it's a no loading screens in the same way that God of War was. Yeah. Yeah. Although it was less loading time than God of War <laughs> in its defence. Um, yeah, I originally had it on GameCube, but I loved it so much that I re-bought it again on 360 to replay for it. Better graphics. It's actually pretty difficult. Yeah. Some of the tricks to pull off are, are quite hard, but it's so, like, just going around even when you don't go and do a mission you can just pull off the tricks um so yeah i'm fully aware that i haven't actually played any of the other tony hawks games like properly yeah um so i don't want to be here saying like oh yeah this is better than all the other ones because i wouldn't know so that's um, a shout out for tony hawks more in general yeah if all the other and like so many people shout about a load of the early ones mm. and the re-release um, of one and two breaking records says yeah quite a lot yeah i, I like I reckon I'm going to keep an eye out for mm. that going cheap because they're just so much fun. Like you can just pick them up and play them whenever and just feel cool streaming all the stuff together. Yeah. And Tony Hawk's in it, and it's, which is pretty cool. I've got to be honest, the only Tony Hawk's game I've ever owned is Downhill Jam. 
<laughs> which is a racing game. Oh, I vaguely remember that coming out. That was bizarre. Mm. What a game! That was weird. I loved. I really liked that game actually. In, uh, that might be in hindsight. I really, I really want to play again, but my mum sold it without telling me. No. Um, I love being able to oh, race man. down Machu Picchu though on the skateboard. <laughs> this is the thing with the Tony Hawk's games that they're just so mad and mm. out there, but like you just have to. Yeah, it's just so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, you could like challenge people on the side to um, like learn bike tricks and stuff as well. Right. Yeah. I used to be able to um, go down a quarter pipe on a skateboard and not fall off. Mm. And I could ollie up the pavement. Right. That's it. That's the end of my skateboarding abilities. Oh, I was pretty impressed with that. That's pretty good. I couldn't stand on, applause for I me. Couldn't stand on the board, so <laughs> get a round of applause for me. <laughs> also, someone told me that I, I ride goofy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, Left foot forward. So. Is that right? I don't know, David. Don't ask me questions. <laughs> I sounded like I knew it was on about, and now you've questioned me. Well, you've just been told. You said someone told you that you were. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. <laughs> I ride goofy, man. I don't know what that means. I think that's left foot forward. Tell us in the comments, please. <laughs> Any skaters out there want to tell me that? Yeah, I'm not a real. I'm a fake skater. I'm not actually. I'm no good. Um, I was better on a bike. I could do jumps on bikes, mm. but not anymore. I couldn't even signal on the bike, so yeah. you got me there as well. <laughs> just fall over. I could do no hands. Could you? Yeah, I I could ride all the way home from um. Well, it's going to make no sense. Basically, like, the park. Right. No hands. Round corners and all. That's pretty good. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. Thanks, Mum, for letting me have this game when I was 10. <laughs> Happy it's... Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah. Anyway, I think we've rambled enough. Good pile of games. Good pile of games. <laughs> and uh, good toys that I found mm. as well. So, we can end on circular lot. Whacking my hair. Cool. <laughs> Let's leave it at that, shall wow. we? Wow. Okay. We'll see you next week. Yes. For... Oh, yes. I'm going to do choice. U V. <laughs> I've laughed way too much in this. Mm. This is very professional. U V W? Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>